Okay, so my listener called for an SOS. <laughs> she booked herself an SOS call because she is stressed out about moving in with her fiance and mother-in-law and combining the three homes. And she likes a lot less clutter and her mother-in-law has collected a lot of things. So how do we combine all these houses and make everyone happy um, and not feel overwhelmed and stressed in your home? Because if you're living in a home that's full of clutter and other people's clutter that you really don't get a say in, other adults' clutter, right? Then it can be really stressful and frustrating all the time. Everywhere in your home can start to feel like it's not your home and like you aren't supposed to be there. Uh, so you have to be really careful and delicate in this situation. Also, we got a mother-in-law and a fiance and, a, you know, families. We're trying to figure out how to balance everyone's emotions, letting everyone feel like it's their home. Number one, you have to give your stuff boundaries, Okay. You have to, just like with children, my children, they can keep their stuff in their room, but it does not live in the living room. That is for everyone. <laughs> Your toys do not live in this room. They have to leave with you. When you leave the room, you take them with you and return them to your room. They do not live in this space. We are not going to have a cluttered living room because you were irresponsible with your stuff. That's how I handle it with my children. When we moved my father-in-law in with us. All of his belongings went into his bedroom. He didn't need the living room. He had a huge bedroom that was basically the size of an apartment um, in our, our previous house. We had a storage closet that was a large laundry room but didn't have the hookups in there. Um, that we put all of his extra stuff in that he wasn't ready to get to yet. His decor and things that we just didn't unpack yet. So we set up the room with what we had to have for him to move in and the things that he needed right away, his clothing, his medication, his medical equipment, his chair so that he could be comfortable, his television. You know, we set up a space for him in his own room so that he could be comfortable and keep the children out. Now we had young children. My listener, she's not dealing with younger children. She's got older children, but it's the same thing. You have to, I mean, teenagers can be just as obnoxious as toddlers um, and just as messy and just as needy. If they don't have their driver's license yet, they need you to take them all these places. They need you to do this, that, and the other. They have after school commitments. They have friend commitments. They want to do things with their friends or have their friends come over. Are they going to feel comfortable the way that you're setting up the home? This is absolutely something that you need to talk about months in advance. If you are planning to move people in together, multiple households, then you have to discuss this ahead of time. Now, if you have an emergency situation and stuff comes up and you have to rush into this decision, you need to have a meeting, sit down and have a talk. What are we going to do? What are the limits? Whose stuff can be in this room? Whose stuff, can, you know, where are the boundaries? You've got to set up the boundaries. You have to have expectations. Who's responsible for cleaning up after dinner? Who gets the laundry room each day of the week, right? We've got to think about that. What if your, your mother-in-law likes to do her laundry every day, every day? 
Or what if she waits and then she takes the entire day and that was the day that you had scheduled, that was the only day you had off work and now she's taken the machine for the entire day and you have no chance to get it. These are the things we have to plan out, give ourselves those boundaries and create limits on what we have to do. Uh, how we are going to use the space, what's going to be in the living room. Are we setting it up for teenagers? Are we setting it up just for a sitting area or just for TV watching? Is this where we're going to do our arts and crafts? Is this where we're going to have our hobbies? Are we going to store all of our books and all of our things, um, all of our family games? Are they all going to go in this room? Is this where the kids are going to have their toys? Is this going to be where we do our exercise? Like, what goes in the living room and sit down together, plan it all out, write it all down and give each person a boundary for where their things need to be. Okay. Especially when you're mixing in-laws and parents into a home with children and their children, it can be a lot of stress. Who gets to tell their children what to do? You know, do we overstep in parenting as mother-in-laws, as, you know, you know, step-parents? Are we, who's going to have the say? If that person's in the room, they get to make the choice. If not, then who's the one, right? Who is, you know, how do we set up that parenting dynamic? What are the expectations? What do you want for your children, so that's what I want you to really focus on. If this is where you are, you've got to lay the ground rules and set some boundaries. What furniture are you going to use in the living room? Um, what furniture are you going to use in the kitchen? You know, what table, what dishes, what coffee maker? We cannot have three coffee makers on the countertop. That is stressful. <laughs> that's stressful. So where are the compromises going to be? What do we need to do if somebody, you know, where can you make those compromises and give those boundaries? That's what I really want you to focus on. If that's where you are and you're making those decisions, setting those boundaries, those guidelines, laying out some ground rules for cleaning up after yourself, leaving dishes out. Maybe if you all have, if you have a house full of big people, you know, teenagers and adults, Maybe if you pick up someone's dishes that they left in a room and left them out for a length of time and you cleaned it up for them, charge them for it. Make them pay. Maybe something like that. If I'm going to be the one responsible for cleaning the house, you know, then pay me for it. You're an adult. You need to pay me for my services. Pay me for my time or we need to hire someone to do the task. That's it. I'm not going to be doing everything. So when we moved my father-in-law in, we paid for a housekeeper. He he paid part of that for the housekeeper because I couldn't do everything that he needed for me. I had a two-year-old and three other children. Um, I could not clean the house well by myself. So we hired a housekeeper to come and help clean the house. That was wonderful. It took a lot of stress off of my plate. Um, I was the one responsible for the cooking and the daily cleaning. I was the one responsible for the laundry, but I sorted it out day of the week. You know, who gets their washing done? Um, you know, what day of the week do we do towels and linens? Each person, when I had their day of the week, that's when their bed got stripped and their sheets and blankets got washed. But that day of the week, anything that they had that needed to be washed, their towels, their blankets, their clothes, everything, their sheets, 
any of their belongings or anything that belongs in their room gets washed on that day of the week. So setting up that kind of schedule and expectation, those boundaries, those guidelines, those ground rules, setting those up will go a long way in paving a peaceful home for a blended family. Those are my recommendations for starting out that. Um, If you have any more questions about this, please reach out to me. Um, If you are dealing with this yourself, book an SOS call. It's so easy. It's so fun. You can do that on the website, www.thesosmom.com. Book yourself a call and we'll get that, all those questions answered. I can even help you with room arrangements, trying to figure out what pieces really feel best in the space, how to give you the most function, um, and all the little things, all the things that I talk about on the podcast, the simplifying, organizing, creating some style making sure the room has some personality to it, but not too overly this person's personality and not missing this person's personality. I love doing that. I love walking people through that in these SOS calls. And it's so much fun for me. So if that's something that you need, don't hesitate to book that call. All right. I love you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to the SOS Mom Show. You can find more of the behind the scenes in our Facebook group, the SOS Mom Show. That's in Facebook groups. And feel free to contact me anytime at hello at the SOSmom.com. I'm here for you. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcasts for me so that more people can find this show and get unstuck and organized and simplify their lives. All right. Have a blessed day. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. Did I say it right?